Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, on today's episode, are you the certain kind of bad that seems to always come from talking a big game? Let's find out. Stay tuned. We love playing music, but it seems like the odds of making a living as a professional musician are about as high as winning the lottery. So the big question is this, how do musicians like us with jobs, families, and responsibilities get from where we are today to making a practical living playing music we love? Well, my name is Daniel Hathaway, and this show will give you the answers. This is The Practical Pro Musician. Well, hey there, once again. Welcome back to The Practical Pro Musician. My name's Daniel. I'm so happy you're here. It is a uh, another fine week here where I'm at, uh, listening and uh, getting emails from folks like you, and maybe even you, if you're one of the people who've sent me an email. Um, but uh, yeah, hearing back, um, about where you're at in your uh, pursuit of a music career. I've heard a lot from a lot of folks. It just so happens I sent an email out last week um, asking uh, a lot of my friends around the world how they're doing and got lots of really interesting responses. Um, and so maybe I'll work some of those into an um, upcoming episode of the podcast. Um, but yeah, it's it's been... Um, I realized I haven't like really got plugged in to everyone else out there, yourself included, um, in a while, and so I needed to hear, hear an update. From, uh, from, I need some. I need some interaction with some people, so I uh, sent out an email asking for that, and it's been really cool to hear. I got probably thirty or forty people who replied and let me know a little bit about what's going on in their lives, both musically and otherwise, and so it's really cool um, to hear that. Um, speaking of what's going on in life. Um, I'm, I'm in a particularly good mood today because as I'm recording this, it's the first day um, that the temperature outside is not sweltering is probably the, the correct word. I'll just say this, the, the past couple of days, and, and this, is, this is already the month of October that I'm recording this, um, the past few days, um, my son came home from school and they had not let the kids outside to play recess for recess because uh, it was too hot. And, you know, we're in Tennessee. It's not, I mean, we're used to it being hot, Um, but it was dangerously hot 
and it's the month of October. So it's finally not like that right now. Um, and, and it's, uh, actually what I'm going to talk about today in the podcast is actually kind of related to this time of year and a, a lot of things like this. Um, and so, Another thing, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the podcast before. I'm sure I have at some point. Um, my wife is the um, the head of operations for a brewery um, here locally in the town we live in. And um, in addition to brewing lots of tasty beer, they um, have a really big open space, a uh, like warehouse space that they have like a tap room in and they have like an outdoor patio and it's like super family friendly environment. They have food. Um, there's a big open field where kids always are out there throwing football when it's to footballs and baseballs and frisbees and things like that when it's nice. And so it's a really cool place to be. Um, and for one of the cool things about it being that way at the brewery is that, um, they get to have a lot of really cool events, um, out there. And so actually we're, uh, as I'm recording this, I'm in the week between two really cool events. I always like going to the events myself. Um, Cause I just, you know, maybe as I get old, I used to think these things were kind of lame when I was a kid, when I was younger, but now I think they're kind of cool. It's just fun to go out, especially living in a small town and going to like these little like festivals and, and little music performance things they do outside. Um, and little like small car shows, you know, people bring their, 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 you know, their, uh, classic cars, things like that. And, and do that kind of thing. I, I love those kind of events because being in a small town and doing those things, um, you see people, you know, everywhere. Um, you know, <laughs> I was telling someone the other day, I was like, man, I've actually, I used to go, I've, I've gone to churches before that have more members of their church than, uh, than the number of people that are the population of the town that I live in. So, uh, it's really cool to kind of go out and about into these events and see, see people that, you know, um, it's a lot of fun, but anyway, so we're, we're in the week between two events. In fact, one last week was kind of like a, a, a car show for a charity. Um, uh, and so like a bunch of people brought their, they paid an entry fee and brought their cars out, but there was a little tent kind of outside that had some live music being performed at it. And then, um, then this next weekend is uh, another big festival, kind of like a well, big as far as our town is concerned. It's a big festival, and they have uh, out in the lawn of the brewery. They have like a uh, they have a, a big festival stage set up, and they have you know the the bouncy house things for kids and they have like acrobats and they have like local artists come and they have two stages, one for like kids music. They have one big stage and they do like there's like a a bunch of cover bands. So like last year there was like a journey cover band and a Rolling Stones cover band. Um, because it's fun. Like, you know, you want people to come out and again, this is for some kind of charity, um, that this whole event's happening. And so you want artists, you can't afford necessarily to have like famous artists come and play, um, your event. Um, but you also know that like you may not, the local artists may not draw a lot of people out as much as like, if people know I can go sit and have a nice relaxing evening, uh, with friends and family, the kids are having fun and I can listen to some great music, the, the, you know, the Rolling Stones or whatever. Um, that's more attractive to a lot of people. And so it gets people out. So anyway, I'm looking forward to that. Um, but last weekend during the car show, um, it's funny. I, I was, I was hanging around, um, talking to some people inside cause it was so hot outside. I was inside the brewery and, uh, this guy comes up and talks to someone else that I knew. And I, I figured out eventually that he was one of the guys that was going to be performing at this event. And, uh, he, uh, 
it's kind of hard to describe. I don't know exactly what, there's not like a word for it here in Nashville. You think there, there probably is a word for it because there's a, there's a term for everything here in the music business to quickly communicate ideas like this. But I, I got the sense from this guy that he, um, I'm trying to think of a nice way to say this. You get the idea sometimes that some people are trying to prove something all the time. And that's actually like, I think that's the kindest way of saying it. And it's the most compassionate way of, of approaching it. But it's, it's people who they might drop names a lot and like try to like talk themselves up a little bit, but in a casual way, like a lot of humble bragging, if you will. And so this guy was talking and he came across like, um, it's funny, like, uh, you know, I have like a, I guess an alert for this cause I work with a lot of other musicians. And so you, uh, I'm, this is kind of the point I'm getting to, which is I try to avoid people like this as much as possible and avoid working with people like this as much as possible. Um, which is kind of the lesson here. But, um, he was like, Oh yeah, I, I, you know, a couple years ago I was doing a session with so-and-so and it's some famous person or relatively famous person. And then, then I was, um, you know, uh, and he was like, like I was playing guitar on that. And then I, I've, I've been playing drums a lot recently, been setting up my studio and it's like a bunch of stuff that like any one of those things is probably could have been true if anyone said it, but like the totality of all of it, it's just like rolling my eyes. I'm like, there's like, this guy's so full of it. Um, you know, I don't know if he's delusional or if he actually, it's just knows he's lying about all this. But anyway, it's just like, man, like this, but there's a certain type of person that, that there's a lot of people who act this way in Nashville, especially. And I will say this, no offense to my Los Angeles friends, but I feel like that, like that's like pervasive in the music industry in Los Angeles and the entertainment industry. I think it's the nature of the town. It's not people. It's not the people. It's just everyone there. There's such, it's such a big city and everyone's trying to make a name for themselves. They want to convince everyone else that they are, um, special and you know, that's a tough thing. Um, it's a lot easier once you can realize that you're special, whether you can convince anybody else of it or not. Um, but, this guy, uh, back to where, back to where I was at last weekend, this guy was just talking and talking and talking and kind of like talking loudly, hoping I think that anyone around might hear and think he's cool. And, um, I'm not a confrontational person. So I just kind of smiled and nodded, uh, as he said all these things. And then, um, at this point I did not know that he was going to be performing that day. I was just like, I just don't know who that guy was. Oh, well he let, he left. And then I, I, I walk outside. I think I was walking out to leave or I had to run to the store for my wife to grab something to bring back. Um, anyway, he was out there playing um, music, playing acoustic guitar and singing. He was like doing like a classic rock cover thing. And his band was actually pretty good, but he was uh, not so good. <laughs> um, and the first thing I noticed actually was that his, he was playing, I think he was playing an acoustic guitar. Yeah, it was really out of tune. Um, and to give it, you know, to be fair, it was hot outside. Now that, that kind of stuff can can affect things sometimes. But um, I actually stood around, I stopped and listened for a second. And um, in between songs, he didn't even attempt to tune his guitar. Um, and so either he wasn't aware he was out of tune or he didn't have a habit of tuning his guitar. I don't know what it was, 
But I was like, man, that is the most basic thing. There is no way. This is kind of a lesson for all of us musicians, regardless of what instrument you play. There is just no way if you, if your instrument sounds bad, that you are going to convince anybody that you're a professional and that you're, they're not, that people can't get past that. Even people who aren't musical, which of course, if you're a, a uh, if you're trying to be a, be a professional and work with other musicians, you're going to, you don't really necessarily care too much about what non-musicians think of you, but definitely musicians are going to say, man, this, that person's out of tune. That instrument sounds bad. Why did, why is that instrument sound bad? A really great musician can even make a, ter- can make a terrible instrument sound great. Um, but they always say like, was a poor craftsman blames. It's a poor craftsman who blames his tools or something like that. Um, so you can find a way to make an instrument sound good or at least acceptable. Um, and so there's no reason to have your guitar out of tune. There's no reason to poorly tune your drums. If you don't know how to tune drums, for example, which I know is difficult. I'm a drummer. I know how difficult it is. That should be your number one priority right now is figuring that out. Uh, learn, practice it, get better at it learn how to become really great at tuning your instrument. Um, and that's the same thing, intonation, things like that. Um, learn how to adapt to slightly out of tune instruments. I know, um, I've, I've been on tour with musicians who, um, you know, the really great, some really great guitar players I've toured with before they'll, they'll realize one strings out of tune and they, they, they obviously can as best they can try to tune in the middle of the song while they're still playing. Um, but they're in a large production where they can't just stop playing to tune. They've got to keep playing through it. And so they'll, they'll, you know, be talented enough. I'm certainly not talented enough on a guitar, but other people are to, uh, you know, skip that string when you strum a chord, for example, or actually shift. Like if you've got lead lines on that, that use a lot of one string on the guitar. Um, obviously, obviously this isn't always possible, but, uh, you know, you can skip, um, you know, move that lead line to another string, change octaves if you have to, a lot of options like that. But like, get used to like things like that. There's really no excuse for your instrument not sounding great at all times while it's in your hands. Um, but like, even beyond that, um, beyond the simple lesson of making sure you tune your instrument, the thing that I really like wanted to to share with you today is, um, you you're never going to convince anybody that you might work with as a musician that you are worth hiring or worth bringing around, you're not going to convince them with your words alone. Your words alone will never convince anyone to hire you. Now, your words can maybe find the way you carry yourself can maybe drive some interest into having someone at least look into you and, 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 li- and ask you to hear your playing or look you up on social media or something like that. But no one's going to say, man, you, I've heard you talking about how good you are. I bet you're really good. You want to work with me? Um, that's just not going to happen. Um, now, on the other side of that, there are a million different ways that your words alone can prevent you from getting a gig. And uh, there are a lot of ways that your words, if you already have a gig, your words alone can make you lose a gig. Um, And so your words are a powerful thing, but they're also not good enough when it comes to getting yourself a career as a musician. Let your playing do the talking. Um, Every 
Okay, I'm not going to say every. 90%, most, a large majority of the professional musicians that I know personally are the type that they, they are, you know, they're a musician by the way they talk, but it's because they want to talk about music because they love it so much. The, what comes through their words is not how good they think they are or how well connected they think they are. What comes out of their talk is how much they love music, how much they love playing their instrument, how much they love listening to others play their instrument. It's the passion for music that comes out in their talking. And they don't ever talk about how good they are, how whatever, what they're doing. Um, you have to grind and stretch it and yank it out of them. And, and, and don't, they still don't want to talk about themselves very much. Their playing does the talking for how good they are. Um, their, their record speaks for itself, so to speak. Um, and they don't talk about that stuff. You listen to them play and you're like, holy cow, this person's incredible. Um, and again, they're not, it's not they don't keep it a secret that they play music, but they, they talk about music because they love it. They don't talk about themselves and how good they are. So there's a difference there. Um, and so I I will tell you that that's, like I said, that's the pervasive kind of personality amongst professional musicians that I know. Um, and I will say that on the other side of that as well, um, the, name dropping, trying to like humble brag, say, talking about how good you are, those kinds of things. It's funny because if someone talks like that, I can almost guarantee you they're an amateur. And also, depending on what instrument they play, I've heard this enough, I guess, just being in, in Music City, USA for so long. Um, I can almost in my mind, develop a pretty clear picture of what they're going to sound like when they actually do play. There's a certain kind of bad that people who um, take this attitude, um, there's a certain kind of bad that they are at their instrument when they, when they act this way. Um, and so uh, don't be like that. Um, you don't want to try to convince other people that you are cool, I guess is the right way to say it. Um, that'll work on some people, but the people that it works on are people who don't play music. And so if you're serious about having a career in music, um, don't be that way. Um, <laughs> if you want to impress people who aren't musicians, maybe be that way. Maybe that's, maybe that's the path you want to take. Um, but I will say as a side note, before I um, wrap this up, I don't think I, this came out in what I said, but I want to be clear that, that this, this is not what I'm saying. Um, in fact, the opposite. I have a ton of respect for people who are um, making a living like as local musicians. Um, and a lot of people aren't making a living doing this. I actually know some people in some cover bands. Like I know like there's some guys in like a journey cover band um, who like can earn, they earn basically a full-time living. They like do like that. And then they, they play like, they like also have a wedding band they play in between those two things. Um, they make a, a very, a very respectable, good full-time income from those two things as a part of a band that does those things. Um, but they, they, they take care of their business as well. But I just want to make sure I'm clear. Um, I love listening to, to 
quote unquote small time artists, local artists who are, who are playing their own music, who are also doing some covers. Um, cause I love music and I, I love, um, it's fun to see how talented people are around us. So I'm not, I'm not in any way, uh, making fun of the guy for playing this event. Obviously it's a charity event. I, I would guarantee you that him and his band gave their time, um, and, and gave their performance for free, um, because it's for a, for a good cause. So I'm in no way, um, I'm in no way bashing that whole scene. Um, and the same thing with like, I was talking about this festival that I'm going to this next weekend, um, with the, the couple of cover bands that'll be there that, um, you know, it's actually a lot of fun. Like I actually enjoy like when some of them like, well, I actually dress like the bands, um, and, and do the whole thing. I love that. It's a lot of fun. Um, and so, uh, nothing but love for all the people out there trying to make a living, um, on music and, and pursuing that path. Um, I love it. So just want to put that out there before we wrap up. All right. Uh, if you want to let me know how you're doing in your career, um, and you didn't get my email newsletter asking about, uh, how you're doing, you can send me an email. So I'd love to hear from you. Daniel at danielhadaway.com. Um, or if you'd like to, uh, have me talk about something on the show, or you have a question for me that you'd like me to answer here on the show, I'd love to hear from you as well. You can send me an email, daniel at danielhadaway.com, or you can go to danielhadaway.com or I believe promusician.org. Use the contact form on those websites and you can reach me that way. And I would be happy to talk to you um, here on the show. All right. Thanks for joining me this week. I am going to run off and probably go check in on my wife and see how things are going with the setup for this next big music festival. Uh, So we'll talk again soon. Bye for now. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code Program.